Hello, welcome back to the Adam Fury podcast, uh, episode twenty-one. Can't believe I've can't believe we've made it this far. Twenty-one. And um, right in this episode, I'm going to be discussing two topics. Um, these ones are internet internet-based topics, and um, one to- the first topic I'll be discussing is frenemies ending. In case you weren't. You're sure what I'm talking about. Frenemies is the internet podcast featuring the YouTubers Ethan Klein and Trisha Paytas. And the second news I wanted to discuss was Chrissy Teigen. And uh, this morning I read something uh, which I thought was just awful. And she did another apology post. And I sort of wanted to give my opinions, thoughts and feelings on both of those topics because especially Frenemies ending because I've been following that podcast for a while now and just I loved all the yeah, so I'll be getting into both those topics but uh, yeah Um, so to start off with I'll start off with Frenemies ending so this all happened last week, I still haven't watched the last Frenemies podcast and anyway so I need to go back in time basically there's so much that's happened with this that and there's only so much I can keep up with YouTube drama because you know I'm getting older and the whole thing is nonsense and to be frankly honest um Trisha Paytas is someone who just constantly I mean she's a great entertainer and you know keeps it's funny keeps things interesting but you know if you've (laughs) if you're aware of youtube and you've watched a lot of youtube and you keep up with what trisha paytas does you'll know straight away that uh she is (laughs) someone who gets into a lot of controversies and regularly self-sabotages herself i believe and i just think and i remember when watching frenemies there was an episode where ethan and trisha said oh you know this could end and things backfire and i watched and i was thinking it's like watching a ticking time bomb with trisha things will go well and then there's always a point where she will just explode and destroy detonate the whole thing down to the ground and it's a shame that it's frenemies and she's really i'm gonna go onto twitter and i'm gonna find the first announcement of the whole thing basically so ethan klein because i think it's important to start from the beginning and work to now um okay Six days ago, new episode with a heavy heart is our last Frenemies episode. And then six days ago, Ethan says, not sure what to do with 4,000 Frenemies hoodies. His next tweet is, I'm honestly gutted over this whole thing. Trisha's video this morning was a total surprise to me. I don't really know what more I can say. I'm very sorry to all the fans of Frenemies. I know how much it meant to everyone. I did everything I'd, I, I humanely could to save it. Um, at the end of the day, Frenemies was a beautiful experiment that I always cherish. I've learned and grown so much from the experience and I've Trisha to thank for that. She's been a dear friend of mine throughout and I'll always be grateful for all she's done for us. And six days ago, erased most of my recent tweets regarding Trisha said that on Twitter. 
Um, shouldn't have said that on Twitter. I'm going to take a step back for evening. And then, just to show you how much it's escalated in a week, Ethan's recent tweets, and I don't know why he's tweeted this, so I'm going to try and find out in the middle of this. But he said, um, I want you all to know about Trisha, but this whole thing is extremely upset and disturbing. I'm still processing it. This is a person who I consider one of my closest friends a week ago, who is now making videos accusing me of sexual hara sexually harassing her. It's too much. Trisha said I was sexualizing her in the workplace, which is the textbook de definition of sexual harassment. And honestly, I, at this point, am so fed up of Trisha, if that's, um, I'm so fed up of Trisha, she's just a very, throughout Frenemies, I, I, we were, because the thing was, a few years ago, she, she had such a, you know, she thought she was never going to find a relationship, and she did so much antics online, like, you know, pretending that she was going to get married, marrying a mannequin or something random. Ugh, I can't remember what it was. But she... She just has a way of destroying her own happiness, which is just... It's really depressing, because with people with mental health illness, you think, oh... I think I think TV portrays it sometimes in a in a way where, oh, it can be fixed or oh, but actually the reality of it is that even if you have medication, even if you have therapy, it'll always be there. And the worst thing is, it just it destroys the potential to build something. Because the thing is, people can only be understanding so far until it hurts them to the point where if they continue the relationship, then. <laughs> They're going to be hurting themselves and harming their own mental health. So, I mean, initially when I heard the news, I wasn't surprised. I kept thinking, and it's horrible to say, I watched each episode and I was enjoying it. But I kept thinking, something will go wrong. There'll be just one thing that triggers her, and that's it. She'll slam the door and do something incredibly stupid. Because it... it and, and and the funny thing is, this was a true friendship, you know, they had such great banter, there was points where she genuinely laughed, and people said they never saw Trisha laugh like that, they could, you know, it, you got this sense that they were like brothers and sisters, where they were like able to tease each other, and they genuinely growed, and basically this whole thing, this whole drama has escalated from Trisha wants to fire the production crew. And even and people have pointed out all the contradictions. Basically, she comes in. She and bear in mind this crew has been established. You know, it's under the H three company. This production crew has been established. You know, Ethan pays their wages. There's so much that goes into the show. You know, you have a someone in charge of the microphones, the editing, all of that. And then Trisha wants to basically have this input. And I think there was compromise. Like, Ethan said, you know, if he wanted to try, like, a new production, he was well, happy to do that. But it's actually wanted an overhaul of the whole team. And, you know, I'm not going to go into the whole specifics of, you know, oh, you know, because Trisha was, like, answering back all these questions of, you know, no, I meant this. And, you know, I didn't say fire anyone. I just said to try it. And, you know, just basically finding loopholes and, 
because I'm not going to go into all that because it's just a whole waste of time. But at the end of the day, I think Ethan has released just one video. The video's coherent. You know, there's no... Is it straw man? Uh, in critical thinking, we learned there's like weak arguments. He doesn't make arguments that attacks Trisha or her character by going, you know... I'm making this response video. Everything Trisha says is not true because um, she's a liar. Or, you know, he doesn't attack her. He basically just says, this is what the disagreement was about. This is how we try to resolve it. It's just very, and he's very respectful towards her. But Trisha, my God, just Ethan's Lies, the title, part one, part two, part three. All of these videos have more than dislikes and every single one of these videos has ad rolls which i just find so funny it's just like monetize it just it's just the same nonsense again and again so let me just find trisha paytas video trigger warning essay monetization is off for this one serious topics stepping down from frenemies six days ago Uh, and the comment sections just sort of highlight it. Um, I came this close to liking you. Thank you for reminding me why I don't. Ethan made a whole Frenemies episode about your birthday and a vlog. Got you a cake. Found you sold out exclusive MCR makeup. Cosplayed and did a Beetlejuice skit for you. But God forbid he want to talk about his wife's pregnancy, right? And I think that's the thing. I read those comments and it helps me catch up on most of it, really, to be frank with us, because I, I really cannot be asked to sit through 40 minutes. I just don't have the time for that crap because YouTube drama is just all the same rubbish. It really is. There's so much time wasted on YouTube drama and so many stupid, dumb videos. I mean, after the whole Tarty and Shane Dawson, James Charles scandal, where there was like videos and follow ups, and you know, and yes, it was entertaining, you know, for people watching from the outside. But after a while, you just think this is just ridiculous. I have a feeling a lot of people are making just money from this at the end of the day, and um, but uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, it may be entertaining, but you also have to realize there's so much damage going on behind the scenes to stuff and I just think and, and the behaviour being shown I think highlights to the next generation who probably want to become YouTubers as well in order to make it you have to be involved in scandals like this to get bit, well that's what just oh, that's just a theory I don't know how much more you know money it's made in their banks or whatever but oh, it just sort of says that in order to you have to create drama and then, you know, Gabby Hanna with all those scandals, that's probably... I'm just sort of spouting a lot of YouTube, and if you're not involved, if you don't keep up with YouTube stuff, all of this probably makes zero sense to you, so you're welcome to check out this, and or fast-forward through this to Chrissy Teigen, because Chrissy Teigen is um, a more well-known celebrity from Hollywood. All these people I'm discussing are, you know, they're involved with YouTube. If you don't keep up with... YouTuber stuff, then you'll have no idea what I'm even talking about at this point. But going back to Trisha and Ethan, Ethan did so many things for Trisha, and it was just 
you know, this podcast really rehabilitated her image, you know. Rehabilitated? Is that the right word? Rehabilitated? It's like a redemption arc, essentially, someone put it. Because before this, Trisha's image was not doing great, especially with Shane Dawson, everything that came out about him. Especially with these videos that people were re-releasing, where Trisha and him came off looking so bad in them. It was like this... uh, this YouTube video with this um, boy who also was in um, Tana Mojo's video. He was like a singer. I can't. Um, he also had a problem with drinking later on. I forgot what his name was, but there was a video, and Trisha didn't come off looking great in this video. And you know, with dissociative identity disorder, the whole thing with Anthony Padilla, and you know that girl who had DID, I forgot what her name was, and I don't even know if that girl's recovered, because she had another personality split form, and then I don't, I don't think I've seen any more videos from her since, um, I should go check her channel at some point, um, in fact I'll check it now, but it's, you know, Trisha caused a lot of pain to that girl, and you know, and then started making videos to basically stir the pot, and, you know, she's never actually apologised for that. There's just so many things that she's done in the past that she never apologised for. And, oh, DID. I'm just looking up DID Anthony. I'm just seeing if I can find this YouTuber's... Um, there we go. The last video this channel's uploaded was three months ago. Okay. I'll just click on to it, check the comments. Um, okay, I'm going to assume probably she's probably okay. She's uploaded a video three months ago. But, um, yeah, just Trisha never apologised for that. And she... There are moments... There are moments of growth in H, in the in the Frenemies podcast where she did show... Like, when she apologised to... Oh, God, some of these people's names, I just forget, because... Cool. The one, um... Phil DeFranco, when they fat-shamed fat him. Oh, God. And then she apologised to him and was so frank with her insecurity of why she said those things. I just liked that. I thought, oh my God, there's growth happening here. There's accountability. There's, you know, it seems like she's growing up, dare I say, and getting closer to acting her age. Because Trisha Paytas does not act like her age. Trisha Paytas acts sometimes like she's in high school. She goes through these phases where she regresses and, you know, just, oh, and who knows if it's an act or if it's trolling. At this point, you know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. At this point, nobody really cares. And you sort of go, oh, she's made several videos and it's being dramatic. Oh, this is normal. This is a, this is a typical Trisha Day, which I don't think is healthy because I think at some point in her life, if she's not careful, she will destroy all the bridges and when she actually is crying and actually needs help, 
I don't think anyone's going to come running at some point. It'll just be, oh, God. And the thing is, she's told truth about stuff in the past, you know, with the whole David Dobrik scandal and all of that. But I just, it's always whiplash. You always get whiplash. And you always want to like her because, you know, she's funny and, you know, the past, she's got this interesting personality. But then she, the, when she acts disgusting or when she does something absolutely vile, you just get turned on. It's such whiplash with Trisha Paytas. You want to like her, and then you end up liking her. But then she does something awful. You get whiplash. You get turned off. And you're like, oh, I need a break. And you're like, good luck to you. But, you know. And number of times I've subscribed. Unsubscribed. Okay, maybe she's gotten better now. Subscribe again. Unsubscribe. It, it is just... <laughs> I've unsubscribed again. And honestly... Honestly, honestly, honestly. Sorry, just getting a tissue because my poor hay fever. Honestly, I... I don't think... I don't think I'm going to be... I don't think I'm going to be... watching any more Trisha Paytas for a while because I just... I need a break. And who knows? I I do wonder whether this is a publicity stunt, but I don't think Ethan would agree to something to something horrible like being accused of sexual assault. <laughs> That's a line I don't think anyone would cross for a publicity stunt for these frenemies hoodies. Because um, there was a part of me that was thinking, they, you know, what, you know, this could possibly be a publicity stunt. They break up. And then everyone's like, oh my God, these are going to be limited. They'll never make these again and sell out. But um, I don't think that will be the case. <laughs> because just with what Trisha Paytas is accusing, it just seems no publicity stunt would ever go that far. That's a little bit too far. That could destroy someone's career. But, uh, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh Lord. Just... It's just a shame because, you know... To get engaged to Moses, you know, and a lot of people in her past, we've seen so many videos, you know, we heard about all the mental abuse she suffered at Jeffree Star's hand, that, you know, he told her to basically go jump off a balcony after she, you know, went to a mental hospital. And it's shocking that we know all these, de these YouTubers, it shocks me, these YouTubers, they just, they share so much of their personal lives online. It's shocking how much I know you know, you'll probably think, you'll probably, if you don't watch YouTubers, you're probably thinking, how the hell do you know all this? They just share everything. There's no filter. There's no point where they think, you know what, I'm going to keep some stuff offline. You know, it's gotten to a point, it's so ugly and toxic with a lot of these YouTubers. They just, they share private text messages or private DMs. And I just think to myself, oh my God. And, you know, you hear about all these beauty gurus and YouTubers, they keep because I don't screenshot everything I send to friends. I don't. <laughs> the only time I would probably screenshot is something funny that, you know, I'd check with someone before I send it to someone else. Of You know, this is something funny we shared with each other. I wouldn't share personal stuff. <laughs> you know, but these YouTubers, they literally have to have whole hard drives of screenshots of all the texts ever sent and exchanges just in case someone, you know, tries to blackmail them or send it to a drama channel. And you know, you just think that sounds absolutely exhausting. 
that sounds really really exhausting to do and oh lord and and just Trisha Paytas is also doing that just sort of she leaks private stuff Gabby Hanna does that and this is why I just Trisha Paytas will go oh Gabby Hanna's toxic and this person will go oh that person's toxic and I've reached a point where I'm just like you know what I think all of you are toxic I think all of you enable this behaviour and I think until I think until you make a YouTube channel and you see the analytics you see what happens behind the scenes we have to be so wary and always look at it from a critical eye why are we seeing this why is this happening because I honestly believe half of this nonsense that happens online is a way to create engagement, is a way to get more clicks, is a way to promote more products, is a way to just to just keep their name circulating. Because, <coughs> you know, we never hear about the YouTubers who are great, who are talented, actually talented. Because there are talented people on YouTube. And the worst thing is, all this nonsense that happens, all this drama that escalates, all the rubbish. And I'm talking about anyone on YouTube. And I'm sorry this has gone off on a tangent. I was meant to focus on the end of frenemies. But this is like a bigger problem that's happened on YouTube for years. You you continually see when YouTubers hit mainstream media. And mainstream media wants YouTubers to suffer. Because it's new media against old media. Because new media with YouTuber, with YouTube... It's this fantastic opportunity for you to have your voice heard on this platform. You know, you can go from nobody to somebody to someone with a following. I mean, well, in the past you used to. It's really difficult now to break into YouTube. You need the algorithm to be on your side and to put out content, which, you know, you need to find a market or a niche or have it work for you. But essentially... (laughs) You just hear about the bad ones. <laughs> and what happens is when huge scandals happen, whether it was PewDiePie with that whole anti-Semitism scandal, or you had the Jake Paul, Logan Paul brothers with all, you know, their endless scandals or Tana Mojo, it comes back to impact. Um, it comes back to impact YouTube. They get stricter with where ads can be placed and the guidelines and basically it's all these smaller channels that suffer they just suffer massively you know there's a huge knock-on effect where all these smaller channels just basically get demonetized and just don't get the push that they're oh just all the suffering because i hear you know i watch a lot of smaller channels and i hear all the time you know that they're saying please just comment just like just join the Patreon or, you know, subscribe to this because the thing is, just YouTube just really knocks them out and it really kills the creativity in the water. But the people up at top, they don't, they they get away with it unscathed, you know. And that's why I just don't, I don't buy into a lot of it. I just think it's a load of, it's a load of nonsense to basically drive engagement. And do you know what? The drama channels thrive off all of this. They need stuff like this to happen because 
you know, if channels like Angelica Olds or, you know, the Hot Tea or Spill Tea or whichever one of those, you know, drama or commentary channels you follow, if we didn't have nonsense like this happening, they would struggle for content to make, to get engagement, to get those clicks, to get... And it's all a money-making business at the end of the day. Because people love gossip and drama. And I'm pretty sure that's why we still have those awful tabloids and magazines. People love to peek through pages and see someone's life falling apart. It's this horrible Schadenfreude. I hope I said that right. This pleasure and taking delight in someone's misery. You know, people are awful, simply put. But to go back to the end of Frenemies, I just think it's a shame and I honestly think this is an insecurity, as someone put it, because, you know, Healer is expecting Healer, Ethan's wife, and just an incredible woman in general. You know, Healer's just lovely. She's very calm, very soft spoken. And I think Ethan and Healer complement each other. They're like yin and yang. Like, Ethan's very loud and outspoken and sometimes does the wrong thing. Healer's very calm, very rational, doesn't sound a lot, but when she does, it's very measured and you also don't want to mess with healer. <laughs> I mean there was clips I saw where she was going and I was like you do not want to mess with healer. But you know I could tell at the beginning healer did not like Trisha but do you know she was very very fair. There were points where they backed Trisha's corner, especially when that horrible hairdresser who was attacking Trisha and said all those ugly things because of Jeffrey Star. And that's the other thing. Trisha has had very toxic, ugly friendships and most of these people live in Los Angeles and you know Los Angeles sounds like a toxic place where you know people are just in it for themselves and backstab and friendships are all fake over there you know there's a very stereotypical view of what Los Angeles is like and YouTubers don't help with that myth they sort of (laughs) double down that you know there's not real friends there because we had the whole thing with Shane being exposed as you know, not a good friend to Trisha, all the things that he, you know, he never stood up for her, never, and basically, you know, spread lies about her, and just was a horrible friend in general. And then you had Jeffree Star, who, you know, she basically said was an evil person, the way she treated... And then here comes Ethan, Healer, you know, the whole group, Moses, they've got her back, they give her stability, they don't care about her past, they, you know... When she, she even, you know, this was actually benefiting her a lot. Because, you know, the girl spends money. She likes to, you know, spend a lot of money. And, you know, this was like a, this was working out well for her. Because, you know, it got millions of views, these podcasts. And I will tell you now, she is coming off this on a high horse. Thinking she can capitalize off of this. But just wait in a couple months time when that easy paycheck is not coming through. She can't afford to make all these extravagant music videos because she pours so much money into these music videos and, you know, says she doesn't actually see that much coming back. Just wait and see when all of that dries up. She will go back to the same nonsense as before, the toxic behaviour, the the downward spiral of just making more nonsense to just create more clicks. And at some point... And she'll be fine financially because she'll have other and en- she's always got another endeavor and she's always she's always got ten fingers in a pot and she knows how to make money. She'll be fine in that avenue. But at some point there will be that dissatisfaction 
and at some point she'll apologise maybe later on and take it all back but it'll be too late it'll be too late because she will have destroyed that bridge and I think Hela will also put her foot down because at the end of the day she's pregnant with triplets at the moment and she decides to pull this and you know she got funny because the title was about (laughs) them having a child and I think it's her insecurity of not being able to have children that's what I think it is I can't believe I know all this rubbish I really need to get off the internet more often I can't believe I know this rubbish this is all just nonsense at the end of the day but anyway, I'm just putting my two cents out there because there's no one to talk about it with. It's a whole load of rubbish. I'm just getting it out in this episode. So it's like, bleh, out of my head, out of my mind, out of my... Just say my feelings and thoughts. And if you have any two cents to give because you've been following all this nonsense, then please do message me on Twitter or Instagram or something and let me know what you think. But um, I think it's an insecurity there because she can't have children. And I think it's awful because, you know... In my head, they're all related. They're going to be related. She's going to marry Moses. She's going to be like an auntie to these kids. In a way, she'll be, they'll be like her kids. And, you know, if things went well, I might, oh, sounds maybe, we don't know what their personal relationship is like behind closed doors. But I could have seen, like, Ethan burn her down as a godmother. Even though I think it's so irresponsible because I just think, I just don't think Trisha is built for relationships and I don't think she's built for being responsible for anyone I think she already struggles to look after herself she cannot she cannot be responsible for unless someone is strong enough to be able to handle that nonsense and but it's a huge burden on the other person and she definitely she, I don't think she could have kids you know not I don't mean physically I mean just mentally and emotionally, I don't know whether she'd be a great parent. Because some people are just not built to be parents. And that's fine, you know. Not everyone is built for relationships. Not everyone is built for, you know. Some people are actually built to entertain. And to make lots of money. And, you know, to have a solo career and to reach heights. That's what some people are made of. Some people are made to become athletes. And to be dreadful. You know, like Tiger Woods. He was great as a golfer. Was he great at relationships? No, he was awful at them. You know, some people are great at being monarchies and ruling a country. But does it make them interesting? No, they have a personality of a salad. You know, you can't be great at everything. People are good at some things and awful at other things. And you just, sometimes you can't have it all. You know, that's the simple message I think we can take away from that. But, um... I don't think she could have children because she just... I remember when she had this dog, and a dog, for me, if you can't take care of a pet with basic needs of feeding, giving water, taking for walks, you will struggle with a child. A child, you need to have the time to give emotions to, to talk to, to check how they're doing, for discipline. And once you have a child, that's it. That's a commitment for life. I mean, people think until 18. No. You know, you will constantly worry about them. You will constantly think about what they're doing, about their future, about whether every single day you are making the right decision or not. And I don't know. I just see... From what I've seen on camera, (laughs) I just think Trisha is too self-involved. 
and even someone said in the comments, she basically, you know, she came in, she only wants to do half of the work, you know, coming and get out. And she didn't invest in that time. She doesn't know. And when she said she wasn't going to get 50% of the money from the merchandise of the friend, which I thought was so stupid because he basically said the profit margin was 30%. So most of the money goes into manufacturing, to the delivery, to the promotion, to paying for the website, all these costs that need to be covered in manufacturing. It's like with Jeffree Star, basically, when, you know, and that's why Shane doesn't talk about Jeffrey because there's one thing he knows he owes Jeffrey because Jeffrey gave him this opportunity to make millions so he will never speak out about Jeffrey even though Trisha was like oh he should have spoke up he won't because he owes him and that's the thing she also doesn't realize you know that if someone <laughs> because Jeffrey put in all the work and the hard you know he put in the money Shane had it easy he just came in put the design slapped what he wanted on there bang cash but jeffrey he's putting in his investment all that hard work and money for it and um trisha is doing the same thing as ethan she doesn't have to put in her money she's getting an easy check out this she's lit she's getting the easy fun part of it and she's still complaining which and that's the problem with trisha there's this sense of entitlement and even when she comments on real-world issues, and I think someone said it was karma, because I didn't see the episode where she commented about the whole Gaza and Palestine issue, and I'm not going to comment on that, because this is not the podcast for it. It's tasteless to comment on a world serious issue in petty... I'm not going to comment on that, because that's its own... That should be its own discussion in another, um, another venue. But the fact she commented on it... And so when she talks on certain issues, you can just tell she is very ignorant or very uneducated. And it's just like, please don't comment on these issues unless you've done your research, unless you've actually seen what's happening. Because, you know, there are people dying. There are children dying. And I think someone said, this is probably karma for commenting... <laughs> Probably it was. I don't know what she said, but whoever said that probably was like, that's karma for basically commenting on the whole situation. And oh, do you know what? I'm going to bring up Twitter and I'm going to see some of the tweets that people are saying about it because there were some tweets. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I'm not going to go to, oh, go to Trisha Paytas's bloody Twitter account. See, right. Uh, frenemies, wasn't it? Frenemies. Right, let's see the top comments. My favourite take on the Trisha Paytas frenemies discourse. All I'm going to say is, this is karma for not supporting Palestine. Okay. Um... Oh, okay, listen to this. So this one I saw the other day, six days ago. Someone said, as a fan of frenemies and a survivor of an abusive eight-year relationship with someone who for sure had borderline personality disorder that went untreated, I got away on this issue publicly or I won't be able to sleep, thread. So I'll read this. This is by at KG is writing. And I liked her tweets. I read this the other day and I was like, hmm. There is no way this episode wasn't going to end the way it did with Trisha quitting. As soon as they came in and sat down, I was already ducking and covering. covering. 
The thing I learned about BPD the hard way is that while it can be extremely volatile and untreated, undertreated, it's also pretty damn predictable. Most of the cycle played out over the course of that hour, the rest is continued to play out online. One, Trisha came in upset after several things went wrong that morning. I can remember the smallest thing setting off my partner, things that on another day wouldn't have ruffled her at all, because it's never really about the small things, it's the timing. Two, two weeks ago when Trisha was promoting the new Sad Boy 2005 match, they were completely erratic to the point of being hard to understand. They mentioned they were on a new medication, that's when I knew a full breakdown was coming. Three, the mania comes first, but it doesn't last long as we saw. By the end of that episode, they were worn out. Then the irritability and hypersensitivity set in. I would put money on the fact that Trisha has been extremely difficult to live with the last couple of weeks. Four, so that's when we caught Trish, right as they were about to blow. Nothing could have, Ethan could have said or done would have changed what happened. Five, if you're lucky enough to have never been with someone with untreated BPD, what you saw was a textbook episode. They felt slighted a small moment of vulnerability and used that as the reason to blow up their entire life. 6. Ethan talked over Trisha. They talk over each other all the time, but Trisha was hypersensitive because of where they were on the BPD merry-go-round. Their disorder decided this was the reason to burn it all down, but it's never that simple. 7. It's never as cut and dry as, hey, you cut me off? What the F? Or even, I'm really angry and I'm not sure why. It's always, I feel this way and it's your fault because you are bad. 8. People with untreated, undertreated BPD forget nothing. If you think an issue with them has been settled after apologies and heartfelt conversations, it is not. They are holding on to that weakness and waiting for the right moment to use it. 9. We see with the 5% issue that Patricia brings up over and over and over again. They admit in their latest video it's not about the money, but they don't know what it's actually about. But I know what it's actually about. 10. Being borderline makes forming connections with people really difficult. It also makes forming your own sense of self damn near impossible. This means you're in constant competition with everyone around you, especially the people you love and respect the most. 11. Yes, the people who love borderline are the ones who make borderlines feel the most like beep because they feel like they don't deserve it and it's all going to be taken away from them at some point when their partners figure out what a crappy person they are. 12. Trisha keeps talking about the money, but if you listen, there's another theme, and it's family. The family bond of the HD crew that she feels left out of. The fact that Ethan and Hila have another kid, even though it will be literally be Trisha's niece-nephew. 13. My opinion after eight years in the trenches, watching two generations of BPD unfold, is this. 14. And basically it's this. Trisha feels inadequate in the H3 space right now. They probably always have, because that's how a lot of borderline feels all the time. But something out of the podcast shifted, and now that inadequacy is ruling things. Is the new meds the online therapy? Have they stopped treatment? Uh, are their wedding, housing, buying stresses leaving the, the less brain space for rational processing? I don't know. Why well, do you know? Trisha's inadequacy is on a rampage. It caused them to burn down something really healthy and good. They started a fight, pushed Ethan to the point of exhaustion and sarcasm, and then acted wildly offended and victimized. Textbook BPD. Trisha feels undesigned with the positive environment H3, so brought to the money in the crew and healer. Three known sensitive topics. Once the initial fight happens and the outrage, then comes the doubling down. And this is what all these videos are. They're just doubling down. It's like I'm, burnt down, I'm burning down the house. Let me destroy the house. Now let me burn down the foundation so the house can definitely not be rebuilt. And after I've burned down the foundation, let me just scorch the earth so this can never survive. Um, and that's what video, Trisha's videos are about. Denial and trying to manipulate the story so they aren't blamed. So why does Trisha feel they have to leave the podcast? Because after the crew set a boundary and said no to taping with Trish, good for them, by the way, their greatest fear was realised. The whole family they so envied was talking about them, judging them. To some with borderline, there's no coming back from the feeling of being exposed for who they truly are.
so they burn the bridge behind them by saying awful things they can't take back. Of course, it isn't who they truly are, it's their illness, but this is not an excuse for bad behaviour, it is an explanation of why today played out as it did. I don't think frenemies should reconvene, if ever, without a heartfelt public apology from Trisha to the crew and a promise they will seek better professional treatment. I am proud of H3H3 Productions for sticking by the H3 podcast crew in this. Mental illness is tricky, but boundaries are healthy, and it's been a good boss by keeping his team safe from further abuse. Just though, no, there was nothing you could have done better. The illness said burn it all down today, and Trisha wasn't in a place to tell that to tell that feeling to be, you know, shut the F up. I have no doubt you really tried hard today. Also, I hope Moses is okay. BPD is not easy on partners. Sticking this here. Um... And Trish's, Trish's apology, apology video validates the whole thing. Lots of black and white thinking in my responses. Cool, that was a long thread. And I'm sorry that was so long to read. But I just thought that really hit the nail. Um, with just... I thought that really hit the nail with how this sort of all played out at the end. And... Yeah. I thought that was brilliantly done. Oh my word. <laughs> Someone said Trisha's response to Ethan's newest frenemies video has a runtime of 134 minutes, the same length as Cruella 2021. Yeah, I, I really just don't have the time to watch 134 minutes of Trisha talking. Like, I'd much rather watch Cruella again. Oh, I'd love to rewatch that once it comes out on Disney Plus. Um, so frenemies is really over, and Shane Dawson's plan to return to YouTube. Disgusting. <laughs> Oh, Ethan's thoughts on the end of Frenemies. <laughs> um, as much as I love Frenemies, I hope Ethan doesn't take Trisha back after disrespecting the crew many times. At the end of the day, he's an employer and has to take care of his employees. Oh, a clap back. Ethan Klein responds to Trisha Pace's video. Um... Ethan says our crew is getting hate from Trisha's fans and their personal accounts. The crew has done nothing but support her and work their asses off every week. So, here's some of the tweets I think that he deleted. He said, okay, I'm starting to get upset about all of this. Our crew is getting hate from Trisha's fans on their personal um, on their personal accounts and I'm losing my cool. The crew has done nothing but support her and work their asses off every week and the treatment they are getting is unacceptable. While Trisha keeps complaining about money, every single cent I've ever made from Frenemies, it's tied up in Frenemies match that doesn't come out for another month, of which she will still get 50% of the profits paid for, designed, produced by us, and I am treating her unfairly. So she's not even putting in the work. You know. It's easy for her. She comes in, she sits down, she does the math, she talks. I mean, you know, I tell And, you know, the girl just doesn't know how easy she has it, really. At the end of the day, Frenemies... Oh, you already said this. This one hasn't been deleted. I'll go on to the next tweet. Um, I reached out to Trisha Naraga saying how I wasn't happy with how she handled this and how unfair it was. And instead of talking to me and handling it privately, she put out another 20-minute video that caused my crew to get so much hate, they are now privating their instas. 
Oh, and here's a f- tweet from Trisha from five days ago. He's not spinning something. He straight up made a lie. I wanted the crew fired and keeps reiterating that. Someone replies, Trisha, you implied that you wanted them fired by simply stating you want a whole new crew for families. Hello, that's taken work from them, the crew, and giving it to someone else. Lol. What's wrong with you? Oh, here's another comment. People that are supporting their Ethan have seen more support for Ethan. The fans that are create sending hate, they're also not normal. I don't think Trisha's fans are normal. And I'll just put that very politely out there. I don't think Trisha's fans are normal. They're the sort of fans that also, you know, toxic young fans that just go around commenting absolute rubbish. And, you know, the sort of fans that would pick up a phone in America and um, call a squad. Or, or, you know, they'll... What is it when you release an address of someone? Oh, there's a specific name for it. God, my brain is not working. I can't remember specific terms for things. What is it? When you um, oh, release a dress of someone. I can't believe I have to write this because I forgot the name of it. This is really bad. Oh, um, no, no, that's not what I meant. Um, expose address on internet come on google help me what's it called no oh for god's sake oh what is it called it's i'm not going to be able to rest in peace to know what this word is called this is really bad um when you basically release private details you shouldn't be onto the internet um oh god's sake what is the word um, phone number released on Twitter. <gasps> Doxing. Oh my God, my brain is not working today. Doxing. That's it. Doxing, 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 doxing. That is, yeah. I can just see her fans being the crazy lot that will spend their time going on someone's Instagram page, sending lots of hate in the comments till it's just spammed. If they can find the address of the grievant, they will dox them. Or they'll send, like, a squad to them. They'll basically phone the squad, like... Basically, in America, if you phone a squad and say someone has a bomb or something, they'll invade their home and come in with guns. And you could get the person killed. America is a dangerous place. That's all I'm going to say. I'm so glad I don't live in America. We don't have that sort of rubbish. Uh, Anyway, here's this comment from Emily Lau, I think on Instagram or YouTube. I'm not sure because it's a screenshot. She says, the thing is, you constantly degraded Ethan, telling him his old sketches weren't funny. His channel was dead before you he needs you etc i know a lot was said out of anger but it's an ongoing thing he's so patient with you and he's been a friend to you and stuck up with you through it all he was excited to announce his twins was it twins or triplets i swear it was triplets oh well 
and you get onto him for repeating titles and talking too much about it. He's your best friend, apparently. I'm sure he wants to celebrate with you, saying you want a better career and people who are actually good at audio and recording would reasonably offend the staff who have been doing audio and recording for years with him. And you need to see that. Ethan's a soldier for putting up with it the way he has, honestly. You act out of hate and negativity almost all the time and wonder why you end up here. Peace and love. I really hate that expression, peace and love. It sounds so sarcastic. With peace and love is another way of saying, no offense, but... <laughs> um, Accusations of anti-Semitism. Yeah, she did poke jokes at it, and I was like, this is the definition of anti-Semitism, but it's like, oh. Hiring a cameraman or a producer takes no one's job away. I'm so confused. They just recently started being more involved with the vlogs. This is all new. It takes Dan's job away, Trish. Maybe not from the HD show, but from Frenemies. You think if he wasn't doing Frenemies, that wouldn't take some of his salary? Come on, girl. They have beep ready for you to just walk in every week. Log off, Trish. Take a break. It's okay. Reddit is lit right now. Nothing is a coincidence. Yeah, they did see... Yeah. There was an episode where they said, um... It'll probably break down. I can't remember that episode. Oh, God. My favourite comments regarding... Um, Trisha, you talk about adding more employees, but then mention that you would be a horrible boss. Who would manage these employees? Ethan? Shouldn't he be compensated for that, running the production? You have the nerve to make demands, but offer no real support. All new employees would fall under his responsibility. His insurance, his tax, salary, benefits, accountants, time, all for you to show up on Monday without doing the day-to-day -day managing of a production crew. And this is why I'm on Ethan's side. The girl just has no responsibilities. You know, if you look back at her past, she got a bloody dog, for God's sake, and then foisted it on her mum or sister. I don't know where this dog is, but she had a dog. You don't see this dog anymore. It was used for clicks and views. And that's another thing I hate about YouTubers. YouTubers who buy a dog, and not because they care about dogs, but, but they do it for just for views. And I think at some point I need to do a YouTube podcast episode about YouTubers who use their children and animals for views. And I think we need to discuss about the internet culture where people just share so much private information this day and age. Information that that millions of people should not know about you. That should be kept to yourself. You shouldn't give that information away to the internet. And also just using children and animals for exploiting just to make money for yourself. Because a lot of these kids online are just, you know, at least in... Hollywood with child actors. There's laws to protect child labour laws. There isn't any of that when it comes to YouTube, and I'm going off on another tangent, but you know. But just, Trisha just doesn't have any responsibilities, and you know, she has the audacity to, oh, the absolute audacity. My friends say that's my favourite word at the moment, audacity. Um, Trisha treats the show as her show, not a duo's. That's why she gets angry when Ethan talks about Healer, when he promotes TF, when he titled the video about Healer and the pregnancy. 
Why, why wouldn't Ethan talk about it? It's his kids and Huff's show. Massive news. Ever notice how long she promotes her stuff? Show music videos, ads, merch. But when he shows off TF, I don't know what TF. Oh, Teddy Fresh. That's it. He speeds through it. She always rolls her eyes, um, annoyed by the promotion. But Ethan always hypes her promo up. It's sad. That's true. That's disgusting behavior. That is not true friendship. That is just so toxic. The reaction to the pregnancy title is probably the worst thing you've done in this drama. Angry that they made it a video title because you're not the one pregnant and the healer is on the podcast. Guess who's on the podcast? Ethan, the dad. When you got engaged, it was the title of the podcast. True, what are we going to watch now that Frenemies is over? I think Frenemies, she'll have peaked from that. I'll be surprised if she gets anything else after this. So, this is um, all the sexual harass uh, assault thing. So, someone commented on that video. If I remember correctly, at the beginning stage of the podcast, you would openly discuss squirting. Oh, gross. Oh, sorry for giving this disgusting image. Oh, Lord. Okay. Oh, God. Right. And Ethan was extremely uncomfortable with, which technically is sexual harassment in the workplace. You berated Ethan for not wanting to wrestle you and claimed that he was probably disgusted with your body. You constantly bring up stories of your sexual assault unprovoked. You openly share about your work escorting, using drugs, etc. And then have the audacity to sit here and say that you should know when to draw the line. Are you serious? Also, when you said that he should push you to, that he would push you to these things, is the same as an abuser saying you made me hit you to a victim. You're in control of how you respond to things, no one else. If you see yourself becoming triggered, it is no one else's responsibility to pull you out of it but you. Please, Trisha, stop. These videos are not making the situation better. This man is your family. He loves you and does not deserve this. You are wrong. And if millions of people are saying it, then you at least need to take a step back and consider why. Taking accountability is not shifting the blame. Two wrongs do not make a right. Accept your part and past crappy behavior and keep it moving. I wish I could show this gif about Moses and Healer right now. Just <laughs> so funny. I've watched H3 for two years now and I've never seen Ethan hurt by someone's words and actions. Ethan has always been a friend and ally and a supporter Trisha. And what does he get in return? They disrespected Ethan, his wife, his fatherhood and his employees too. Made a mockery of Ethan too. His Tourette's. That was also disgusting. Making a... Don't make fun of someone's Tourette's. What a really, really low hanging fruit. That's just bullying. Him being Jewish. Oh, there's an irony there. So not only did we not support Palestine, but we're being anti-Semitic as well. Just two for the price of one, clearly. It's sad and disappointing since how far they've come. For what? Money? Clout? Coming between families again? I don't know anymore. It's hard to see they're coming from when Ethan has proof of Trisha being okay. Mm. And I think I'm going to stop there with the... Oh, let me just read this last one. She's a co-host, not a co-producer. She's always been aware of this, so I have no idea where the F the problem is coming from. It seems like she wants to be in control all the time. <laughs> dear, oh dear, oh dear. 
Um, let me watch the last video where she... Not watch it. I'm not going to watch it. I'm not watching any of the videos. Uh, oh, my word. Okay. Trisha... Oh, I, I, I'm losing it. I can't remember doxing. I typed in Tatus Patus into YouTube because my brain is clearly on a roll. Right. The latest video. Pause. Okay. Oh, okay. I've never seen a comment section where 99% of the viewers agree on something and it's the complete opposite of the uploader's perspective. The lack of self-awareness is just mind-blowing. Oh, and the monetization is off because this is so serious. It's such BS. You turned off because your audience was making fun of the ridiculous amount of hours you've placed in your past serious videos. You know, the same videos where you claim to not care about money. Are we going to ignore Trisha making fun of his Tourette's, though, and not acknowledging his mental health? Let's also not ignore that literally right after the pregnancy announcement, Trisha started this and instant comprehension. She's dragging Healer, Teddy, and Moses down with Ethan. Stress isn't good on pregnancy. And that's the disgusting part. Um, oh, God. I'm being told that the ma um, maximum recording time is 60 minutes. Oh, great. I'm going to have to do a part two on this. And so much for talking about the... Oh. <laughs> so much for talking about bloody Chrissy Teigen. I'm going to have to do that in the second part, won't I? Oh, Lord. I didn't realise this was going to be an hour-long episode. Clearly, I have a lot of thoughts and feelings on this. Um, <laughs> I have more thoughts and feelings on this than other topics that I've discussed on here, which is kind of embarrassing. But... <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to wrap it up because this thing is literally shouted at me. You have reached your maximum limit almost, which I don't get. I use Anchor to make my podcast. I don't know why it's limiting me there. Um, oh, it's segments. For, for segments is... Oh, Okay, I'll see if I can put this into segments. Sorry, I'm still new to this recording stuff. I'm only on 21. I'm still learning stuff. All right, let me see if... Yeah, let me see if the segment works. Okay, I'll see you in the next segment, if I've done this correctly. Uh, bye. Okay, on to part two. <laughs> Starting fresh. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning how to... I know what to do now if a podcast is longer than an hour. Um, basically, this part's called segments. Okay, I'm starting to understand how this works. I apologise for the random interruption there. Um, normally, I don't feel podcasts long. If you ever record a pod... It's really tricky to do a podcast by yourself. Um, I've only done one episode with where it was three people involved, but it's really tricky because when you have two people, someone can take over and you take a little bit of a break and the conversation flows because there's someone adding to the conversation and you can sort of bounce back and forth. Trying to do it all by yourself is really tricky because if you pause, there's just gaps and yeah. Um, right. Trish should be... Right, I'm going to read some more comments from my latest video. Um... And this is why Ethan said you were such a dangerous person to be around. Trisha should get an award for playing the victim. She's literally grasping at anything, hoping people feel bad for her. You literally disrespected your fiancé's sister and you were absolutely vile and you were forgiven. Um, 
If you are being insulting to Jews while also converting, you're so confused. Please stop mocking that religion. Then we do a supposed conversion. It's so disrespectful. Just stop. I'm sorry, but your family needs to pull you aside and tell you you're wrong. It's like everyone walks on eggshells around you, trying not to anger or trigger you. I honestly, I honestly always stand by, stood by your side, but I can't no longer support you. Stop manipulating people and making them the bad guys all the time. Not everyone can't be the bad guy at some point. You need to look at yourself in the mirror and face your biggest enemy. Stop burning bridges. The more she tries to make him look bad, the more she keeps looking worse. Delusions you have are crazy. She keeps this up, she'll have to disable comments. Trisha, if even your own fans disagree with you, that should tell you something. This is getting so toxic. No wonder you and Gabby hate each other. You're a reflection of one another. Stop posting and heal your damn self. He wasn't saying you can't talk about his Tourette's. You just can't keep saying his loud outbursts are Tourette's when they're not. Liability to herself. Remember when Trisha accused Ethan of faking his Tourette's? She doesn't respect anything. <laughs> Ethan sexualizing your skin, liquor. Clearly, it was a joke made by a friend. You didn't call him cheap, you called him Dewey. Big difference. She wants to get mad at Ethan for bringing up the horrible things she said about Healer and doesn't think it's fair. Girl, look in the mirror. All you do is bring up old beep. This is a special time in Ethan and Healer's life. She's pregnant and this is just unnecessary stress she does not need. Grow up. <sighs> okay. So, <laughs> I think to... Is the shame ended? Absolutely. <laughs> I cannot tell you how many memes I've watched and how many parodies and how many highlights I've watched the H3 podcast and of the Frenemies podcast and just so many funny moments that have emerged with those three and so much good they also did in the short time they were together. They exposed the David... Dobrik cult and just how toxic it was and those poor girls they did so much good and holding James Charles accountable there will be some people breathing a sigh of relief uh, Frenemies has come to an end and that will be James Charles especially after seeing the end of this happen and I think it's a shame because they were doing good what they were doing with the podcast it was bringing awareness to topics that people probably wouldn't have had their eye on and I think this ending you know I think there'll be more bad in the world because these two will not be holding up the candle to things, you know, they won't be holding the people that need to be held accountable because a lot of people are just so scared on YouTube to do that. So I think that's one thing we're losing. My favourite part out of all this has been the cartoons. There's been these animations of Trisha and um, Ethan that have just been so funny. They're just so well done that I'll always watch again, but I just think it's so sad that it's over. <laughs> I'll just look at it and go, oh, this is like a little fossil now, you know, the little good times. It was a fun ride whilst it lasted. Um, oh, the annoying thing is, I bet, God, if they ever get back together. I don't think he'll come back together. 
I think too much has been said and done for it to come back together, but who knows? Maybe they'll heal and oh, who knows what will happen. I mean, you know, it's just a dumb business decision. It's a really dumb business decision. Um, uh, but do you know what? I'm going to end it with this. Well, and on these final points, and then we'll move on to Chrissy Teigen. Um, and I also have to discuss about that. Bloody hell. Um, good on Ethan for establishing boundaries. It is tough to do that. It is so tough. Because he could have just given in to the demands and just... But he said boundaries. He said no. And the crew needs to be respected because they run... They don't just run Frenemies. They run other podcasts. And they look out for one another. And they need... You know, at the end of the day, there's other people who depend on that earning. Trisha will be fine leaving this. But I can guarantee some of the other people... They need that money. They need that paycheck. They have kids to feed. They have rent to pay. Trisha has made so much money over the years. You know, that, those triggering videos she did with Dissocia did, she's made money off that. She's capitalized off it. She also has an OnlyFans and Trish Fish or whatever that website is. She has all these endeavors that she makes, I'm pretty sure, millions from. And, you know... She could have easily sued Shane for putting her name on that makeup palette and also made more money from that. She's always got a way of making money, Trisha. She will be fine. But these other people she wants to fire, they don't... I don't think they have as much revenue as her. And I think that's the thing. You know, Ethan protected the people that needed to be protected because whatever happens, she'll always have fans that will enable her and prop her up again and... You know, even I've unsubscribed, there's still 5 million subscribers to her channel. You know, the the people who have accepted her crappy behaviour. And they'll always keep watching her, no matter what the hell she does. So, it's fine. There'll be idiots that buy the skincare line. She'll still get the 50% from the frenemies hoodies when they get released. So, that will still happen. Who knows? She'll probably get the 50%. Maybe this is a prediction. She'll get the 50% of the frenemies hoodies. And probably go, oh my god, they actually did still give it. Oh my word. And maybe in time reflect on... Because she even did this video where she was talking about Jacqueline Hill, I think. And how she was apologising to her. And and I think saying horrible things about her in the past. And then she was saying it was out of insecurity. And this was a long time later she took accountability for it. And probably the same thing will happen. But... And I think the sad thing is it probably won't be for a long time because there is pride and, you know, she's dug herself in a hole so deep now. She will keep digging and digging and digging. And until the dust has settled and things have calmed down and she's, I don't know, whatever she's, you know, whatever the adjustments are made, she'll finally look back and go, oh... But I want to well done for Ethan for setting boundaries, for protecting his staff, because they needed that. Congratulations to Hila for being pregnant. And I don't think Trisha should return. I think Hila needs to focus on her pregnancy. I think Hila needs to appear in more episodes. Um, and I honestly think Ethan could find someone else. Not to create maybe frenemies, but a new podcast, you know. 
I think there's someone else who could keep up with Ethan's humour, and there'd be a great contrast, and maybe something even better than Frenemies comes along, you know. I just don't think it would be the end there. I think something better could come out of this. We've seen the format work. Um, will it be the, exactly the same? No, it won't. But I think we need something fresh and different. Maybe there could be a podcast with two guys, or maybe Healer. Maybe Healer could do her own version of her no frenemies with someone she has beef with online. Healer, Healer doesn't have beef with it. Healer just Healer needs to just focus on her pregnancy. That was just a joke. Um, well, she can multitask. Healer can do lots of things. Um, but congratulations to those two for their pregnancy and. I just hope they have a wonderful time with it. There's, because those two, I think, from what I've heard, I, I don't, I don't watch all the podcasts down to the last. I just don't have the time. You know, I'm working. You know, I play video games. I write. I have way too much to do to just. Sometimes I try to keep up and watch a whole episode, but you know, I just don't have the time to keep up with it faithfully. But I did hear that um, they've been trying for a long time to have children, and that is really difficult. And the fact that they've been blessed with. Twins or trip? Oh, you know what? Let's just resolve it. Was it twins or was it triplets? Um, Ethan Healer pregnancy. I love how I'm Googling just to clarify this. This is so pointless. <laughs> but do you know what? <laughs> Let's just clarify it so we know once for all. They are pregnant with... Three days ago. Possibility to welcome three new... I'm really confused. Ethan previously expressed his nervousness for an additional three children, despite having wished them to have three in total. He, however, closely she didn't know what to do with the unbearable back pain, given that carrying triplets is a laborious and constant activity. June 11th, the two surprised fans by saying they would only have one child. But do you know what? That's a blessing. To have one child is special. Um, and yeah I really wish he and Ethan the best they should focus on this time to and I don't know even maybe even take a break just enjoy they won't take a break though they're they're creative and there's lots of stuff they want to talk about but oh I just really hope they enjoy that time because it's so special and they're going to be great parents Ethan and Hilo you can just tell from and even their story of how they got together and and who knows what happens behind the scenes I mean you know hopefully Trisha can mend the relationship not to get back on frenemies I think that should stay over after that last out but I really think for the crew's sake I think and for Healer's pregnancy I think that should I think Trisha needs a break and needs to focus on herself for the time being. But I hope behind the scenes, in terms of family and in terms of relationships, I hope she is taking the time to mend that, to heal that. Because if she does end up marrying Moses, she's going to be an aunt, an auntie-in-law to these... Is that right, auntie-in-law? Well, whatever. An auntie-in-law, I'm going to go with auntie-in-law. If I'm wrong, whatever. 
um, auntie-in-law to these kids and I just think she needs to make sure to heal that relationship at least make sure the relationship behind the scenes is fine and make amends apologize to healer for goodness sake and just yeah let bygones be bygones take your frenemy's money and let it be what it be and move on don't turn the mountain that you've created out of a molehill into something really ugly that you're not going to be able to come back from because if she keeps she's already turning the, the molehill into a mountain if she keeps going with expanding on this mountain until god knows what's going to happen next there will be no coming back from this and it will damage her and it'll just be this horrible downward spiral but yeah I'm sad it's over I'm not surprised it's over because if you've seen her if you've watched her behaviour over the years I mean she's quit Big Celebrity Big Brother when she was here in the UK and she did that I remember watching that and she was brilliant in it and she was getting votes but she quit it um, and that's the problem with Trisha when it gets too much she just quits and I remember Katie Price criticising her and she really lashed out at her I think the reason Katie Price criticised her was sort of say you know you should have stuck through it to the end you know even if it was rigged stick it out through to the end because then it's an accomplishment you made it to the end of Celebrity Big Brother I get mental health wise it was too much and you know if it's too much for your mental health you should go but at the same time people voted they paid money to keep her in and I think that's the thing when things get too hot or she gets too upset Trisha will bail and that's her coping mechanism and you know that's the thing she'll do and and there's not a lot that could be done I mean you know at the end of the day it's her choice and she has to take accountability for those choices and that's really but yeah massive congratulations to the H3 family well done for Ethan's uh, establishing boundaries and I hope I just hope Trisha stops <laughs> what she's doing instead of continuing and I'm done with that topic and moving on Right, we are going on to next the Chrissy Teigen thing. Bloody hell, Chrissy Teigen. Um, so much for her appealing on Selling Sunset. Was it Selling Sunset? or Yeah. Um, Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen. So, we had the whole telling what's her face. Oh, God. I'm really bad with names today. I really apologise. Clearly my brain has just given up on me. Chrissy Teigen. I'm just typing Chrissy Teigen bullying. Because it'll come up with a list. So today was Michael Costello. And then who was it? Courtney Stodden. That's it, Courtney Stodden. So she told Courtney Stodden when she was young, like I think 16, to go kill herself after the whole scandal with... And do you know, Courtney Stodden... I think the only... 
Courtney Stodden was a little bit of a meme back in the day, and I think that it was shocking. All I remember was Brock Stubbs doing that whole um, shocking thing, because it was such a big scandal when the marriage... Because it was like a 16-year-old married, like a 50-year-old, and it was just so disturbing. But honestly, I think... Courtney Stodden had the brain of a child. 16, I mean, 16... You know, you know you make bad decisions at 16 when you look on Facebook and you go, what the hell was I thinking when I was writing these posts? You cringe at the decisions you make when you're 16. 16, you're not mature enough to make any serious decisions. I don't even think in your early 20s you can really get married without making a dumb decision in that idea. I mean, you know, she was young with no life experiences and bless her, I think she wanted to sort of get into acting or music. She tried to get into music. And there was that really cringy song which she later deleted where she's on this boat with this dog and um I can't remember how it goes. It's somewhere on YouTube. Um there was one song I liked. I know it's pretty cringy as well. It was called Reality. I don't know whether it's still up and I had it downloaded to my phone, but that was a bop of a song. But um I'm going off on another tangent. But Courtney Stodden apart from the really cringy tweets and the over-sexualization, there wasn't, she doesn't, she was quite harmless and she was more of a victim and I can get what she was trying to do. She was trying to do this whole, trying to basically make a brand for herself off this very provocative, over-sexualized image and I don't know, create like a brand from it or something. That was what she was trying to do. And unfortunately it didn't succeed. And what you tend to notice is if celebrities end up on reality TV, like Celebrity Big Brother, you know financially they're not doing well. That's my two cents on that. Or if they're getting to the end of their career, they're just going on there for an experience. Those are like some of the reasons people go on there. Or like a... And I honestly think she went on there because financially she wasn't hitting where she was aiming to hit and a lot of people that basically put her on these shows they did it for exploitation she didn't quit because the thing is the whole thing with was it douglas or whatever his name is the husband it backfired on her it just made her too controversial scandalous of a figure and i just don't think it sort of was the you know surf the projectory career trajectory she was probably hoping for, you know, her, act, her acting career that she probably wanted maybe never took off, or you know. Anyway, going back to Chrissy Teigen, Chrissy Teigen sent some horrible tweets to her, telling her to go kill herself. And now this designer today, I was reading designer Michael Costello. Mm. Michael Costello's thoughts of suicide after alleged Chrissy Teigen bullying. So he decided to speak up. I'm not going to read the article. I'm actually going to go onto Twitter because this is where I saw it first. I saw it on Twitter and I just wanted to talk about it because this woman just... <sighs> right, from Pop Crave. Here's what he said. For the past seven years, I've lived with a deep unhealed trauma. I didn't share this with anyone because I was living in fear. In fear of losing some of my most profitable brand relationships. In fear of losing friends and allies. And in fear of being blacklisted even more by the power elites who run the industry. 
in 2014, so this was about seven years ago, I received a public comment from Chrissy Teigen on my Instagram page. My God, Instagram was around then still. Uh, accusing me of being a racist. She apparently formed her own opinion of me based on a photoshopped comment floating around the internet which has now been proved to be false by Instagram and since taken down. When I reached out to Chrissy Teigen to communicate that I was the victim of a vindictive cyber slander and not everything she thought and that everything she thought I was is not who I am, she told me that my career was over and that all my doors would be shut from then on. And wow, did she live up to her words. Throughout the next few years, I would book jobs only to be pulled off last minute with no explanation. Um, I would regularly get texts and calls from my mutual friends and colleagues that her and Monica Rose, a powerful stylist in fashion, have gone out of their way to threaten people and brands that if they were any shape or form associated with me, they would not work with any of them. I hope as well, after reading that, that Monica Rose is getting backlash because that is, quite frankly, disgusting behaviour, really. Um, Each time I have pleaded with Chrissy Teigen and Monica Rose to see the whole story before believing a false narrative a former disgruntled employee cast upon me they didn't give me the time of day so many nights i stayed awake wanted to kill myself i didn't see the point of living there was no way i can ever escape from being the target of the powerful elites in hollywood who actually do have powers to close doors with a single text not only was i a target of cyber defamation i was also getting blacklisted in real life i have suffered tremendously the past few years and kept silent because there was no way for me to ever escape this now i'm finding the courage from within to share my truth because i cannot heal from the darkest hour of my life until i reveal Last week, I wrote personal letters to my family and closest friends because I thought that taking my own life would be the best way out. <laughs> you can see why I had to talk about this. That was awful to read this morning. I read this and I've never heard of this person before, but I just thought, how awful <laughs> and just how disgusting and just, I just need to get it off my chest, say my piece, and then that's it. I'm going to get off for today because and eat breakfast because it just... Oh, no matter what I did I just couldn't escape the false narrative that Chrissy Teigen Monica Rose and their families believed in I told my family how much I loved them how much I cared for them and just how sorry I was for my decisions since then everyone in my family has been on a close watch against my will so he almost took his life that's how bad it got he almost took his life and his family and friends stopped him. As a result of what Chrissy Teigen did to me in 2014 I am not okay I may never be okay but today I am choosing to speak my truth I wish no harm on anyone and I don't want to go back and forth fighting with anyone. I just want people to realise that I too am human and this was the most inhuman treatment to ever be endured by someone who has seen their decades of hard work, years of building their brand crumble from one comment. That made me angry. Can you imagine that? One comment, one celebrity thinking, that's it, you're on my hit list. I'm going to make your life hell. I'm going to make you pay. And then everything you worked for destroyed. And then you consider taking your own life. These bullies could have reached out to me any time, but they refused. Instead, they would much rather see me suffer and laugh at my demise. To this day, I'm still not able to recover from the years of trauma I've experienced. I'm not asking for sympathy from you. I'm especially not asking for sympathy from Chrissy Teigen, Monica Rose, and those who believe the false narratives they heard about me. I simply want to set myself free and... Oh, God, tell me that's not it. And what? Oh, for God's sake... 
it didn't finish the bloody... Right, let me just find... Because it didn't show the whole... I feel like I need to finish that note, just in case there was more. Um, right. Michael Costello. Michael Costello. Right, come on, Vulture. You must have his whole post. Please don't let me down. Uh, maybe BuzzFeed has it. This is really bad. These articles just don't show the whole thing. Uh, do you know what? I'll go on to Instagram because clearly these stupid articles just don't want to show the whole post. Oh, Lord. Um... Michael Costello. Please just bring me up his account quickly. Michael Costello. But this is the thing. Oh. Right. Okay. Not only was I the target of cyber... Uh, okay. I simply want to set myself free, and... Oh, he cuts it off there. He doesn't actually finish that. This is step one. Oh my god, there's going to be more. He's only released this 13 hours ago. Anyway, I guess he didn't release the full statement. I guess there's more coming. So, I don't know if I'll do another episode talking about this. Unless it's something really big. We'll see. But, um... Anyway. He messages her. Chrissy, can I call you? No. I do not have anything to say to you. You will get what's coming to you. (laughs) Wow. He says, Chrissy, I've never called anyone the N-word. Those fake images were photoshopped from a former disgruntled employee. Good luck with that, LMAO. Hope that story keeps your already dead career going. The woman is vile. She could have just heard him out, just said, are you sure? What's the proof? Who says that? Please call me, he says, and he gives the number. I'm suffering from this more than you can imagine. So many people attack me over this. It's a fake story, but your comments is adding more fuel to the fire. Good. Racist people like you deserve to suffer and die. You might as well be dead. Your career is over. Just watch. I don't think there's any comments on this. You can't comment on this. It's just... The part that kills me... I mean, we had Courtney Stodden. And, do you know, it's not, it's it's already bad enough she told a 16-year-old girl to go kill herself. And all I'm going to say is, I just, at the moment, it's funny, because Chrissy Teigen has been blacklisted. She's been dropped from stuff. And that is the minimum. And she'll, she'll be fine, because 
her husband will protect her and she's got kids and you know and even now you know people are trying to repair her image in all sorts of ways and you know she's got these lavish and sort of you know self-reflective little posts I I read her hi again and you know like oh it's just me hi again and you know (laughs) she's gonna go she's gonna be quiet again for a while and She's going to be recommended to stay off social media for a long time after this because this is not a good look. You've recently been accused of turning a 60-year-old girl to go kill herself, and you're a mother! The shocking part is she's a mother as well, and... I mean, you know, people can be bad people as well as being parents. (laughs) That's not the point. But it's just... You know... It shocks me that people can be parents at the same time, you know, you're trying to raise these kids in the world and you can have this, God, I mean, what example are you setting to your kids with this sort of behavior, you know, and she didn't want to hear him out. I mean, at least hear him out unless you've got really specific proof. And even then that is just not okay. Um... Anyway, I'm going to go back to Twitter quickly to see what everyone else is saying again. Um, everything I've learned about Chrissy Teigen was against my will. I feel the same way. I don't search for this. This is just trending on Twitter. I click it. I read it. <laughs> I, I feel I feel absolutely disgusted. And then I feel like I need to vent to you people, so I just feel better afterwards. Um, oh, apparently... The Biden admin has taken Chrissy Teigen off the list of celebrities to invite for parties or PSA opportunities. I wonder if this will affect her marriage. Um, designer Michael Costello shares that in 2014, Chrissy Teigen bullied him due to Photoshop messages and had him blacklisted in Hollywood. He's also shared he planned to take his own life due to the bullying. It's kind of weird that Costello didn't bother to mention how he got to the Photoshop message. He was caught ripping off a black female designer and she put him on blast. Months later, he apparently confronted her in person and broke her phone. She said so many things that have damaged people recently and in the past. That does not give her a pass for being young. I get it was seven years ago, but she was an adult. She seems nice. <laughs> I'm not seeing where the end shopped messages Photoshop, just Michael saying that they were. Was that proven? Uh... FYI, someone on Chrissy Teigen's team has deleted negative comments under her Instagram account to create the illusion that the world has forgiven her. This is little more than a carefully crafted Hollywood PR stunt. She's still a malignant sociopathic narcissist. Chrissy Teigen posts a monthly Twitter apology with this really funny gif. Uh, and this energy. I ain't reading all that. I'm happy for you though, or sorry that happened. <laughs> I'm not going to read her apology because I just think it's so false. Which is tone deaf. Oh, I sort of also wanted to comment on this because it just reminds me of the Doctor Who podcast I did a few episodes ago where I was talking about the film industry or Hollywood industry or when the BBC blacklisted Christopher Eccleston, like he mentioned in his interview, 
I just think blacklisting in general should be made legal or there should be some sort of protection against it. I don't know how blacklisting still... There should be something against it or people should have the chance to speak out if they're being blacklisted. And, you know, because it just... It's such a toxic standard in the Hollywood industry to have people blacklisted. And, you know, people should have their chance to be able to prove like whatever charges or whatever reason they've been but you know I don't know how people would go about doing that but it just it, it was just so I read that and I just sort of thought cool there's just some things that just sort of never change about that industry if you upset or annoy the wrong person you could get into and I read that and I just I read that and I just sort of go, my God, this woman, just there's such an abuse of power there. And do you know now, I just, I remember back in the day where, you know, everyone sort of talked about the whole stuff between, ah, awful. Sorry, I got scared by a random moth. I'm clearing up a web. Oh, cool. This whole filthy window needs a clean whilst I clean this window I'll finish off these thoughts oh what was my thoughts on this I think the message I sort of want people to sort of take away or the message I think Hollywood and people need to learn stop blacklisting people because you know the irony now is that uh, Chrissy Teigen has been blacklisted I think people need to just basically She could have just... Oh. And the other thing is we don't know what goes on behind the scenes with what else is going on. We always just see the glimpse, really. We never know what happens and all the little intricacies. We only see what leaks onto online. But Chrissy Teigen really needs to take that time to sort of reflect properly reflect because that post doesn't scream of reflect i think she feels slighted and is just covering trying to cover her images but you know there were so many things said in the past that are just so vile i don't know whether she will recover from this but i think somehow (laughs) she will in a few years time just give it time and she will like you know if John Legend legend still sticks around Um, but I'm glad people are holding her accountable (laughs) I wish more people were held to that accountability Um, I just sort of read that and I just think the blacklisting and there's just still so much abuse of power in just these sort of industries and I don't know I'm glad he spoke out and I just sort of hope that sort of story encourages more people to sort of speak out I wonder if I have a feeling there'll be more stories coming out about Chrissy Teigen this is just my prediction there'll be more stories about her getting someone blacklisted or making her feel suicidal and I also hope Monica Rose gets held to account or there's some sort of consequences for her for doing that uh reading those comments i don't know maybe also michael costello did say the n-word or who knows what's going on with that but if he didn't 
and he had proof and he wanted to she should have at least discussed with him and that was the thing she could have easily just said look with peace and kindness I can't support you but good luck in your endeavours and just minded her own business and didn't go out of a way to blacklist him and just let him I don't know grow because maybe he could have learned his lesson from that and grown but instead actually go out of your way for seven years to stop someone getting their money is quite a vindictive thing to do um it's really really horrible (laughs) and it's this sort of mean girl's personality to just go you know what i'm going to make you the target of just and there's a certain twisted joy from it (sighs) and do you know can leopards change their spots or is it cheetahs can leopards change their spots I don't know, unless there's huge consequences. And I, reading that, I don't think, I think she's just sorry she got caught. Because he tried, he gave her a number. She could have called him. She could have been a reasonable human being. And, you know, and she's in her 30s. Seven years ago, she was probably in her late 20s. Not really much of an excuse. You know, I think she was a mother as well back then as well. I think she's, I don't know how old her kids are now, but, you know, she was a grown woman. She knew exactly what she was doing. But, yeah, I just hope she, I hope they're eating their humble pie. But more, I was sort of thinking about Christopher Eccleston. These people, they speak out. Their stories are heard. There's backlash against the people who instigated the blacklisting. But I don't think there's ever really any true repercussions or any... Because Christopher Eccleston, if he was blacklisted by the BBC, they should compensate him for all the projects that he lost out on because of the ugly behaviour. Because, you know, when you blacklist someone and they lose out on money, they suffer. And what about the mental health costs? And If Chrissy Teigen was really sorry, this is what I personally think she should do, she should pay for the therapy for Michael. That's the first thing she should do. She should personally apologise to him and for Courtney Stodden. And oh, she blocked Courtney Stodden as well. I can't take the woman seriously. I didn't have much opinions of her. Lots of people have strong opinions about her. I, I just knew that she was married to John Legend. One point, she. I thought she was she said she was talking about selling Sunset and didn't think it was real and possibly she was gonna appear on the next season for season three. And um the other thing was that um her and Donald Trump have had a tiff online because he said she's the Maldi the one with the the wife with a filthy mouth or Maldi who mouths off or whatever he called her and you know she talks about it on Ellen. That's all I remember from Chrissy Teigen. I really just Oh and also the um the miscarriage, the photo of her in the hospital that caused quite a stir. I saw that image and I really felt for her. But do you know what? It just... You know... She really has to think about this behaviour because I think... And I keep going back to the fact she's a mum, but I just think... Because I've also seen some posts, I think from John Legend or trending on Instagram, where... You know, you see the kids, and they they love their children, those two. They really care for their children. And I just think, what sort of message 
are you going to do your kids with this sort of online behaviour? You know. Like, really just do better. God, I hope, you know, her family and friends are having a word with her or something. Just, oh, Lord. Oh. I don't think John Legend is happy about all of this. But, uh, yeah. (laughs) I just read that this morning and it just disgusted me and I need to skip. I just hope, thank God for his family and friends keeping him safe and looking after him. I think she needs to also think that apology sucked completely. You almost, you told, you almost got two people killed. You know, you drove them to the point of suicide. A 16-year-old girl who's already in an abusive, exploitive situation. I don't get how people can have the audacity to send messages to someone and tell them, go kill yourself. Or I, I just, I don't understand that mindset. You've never met that person. You don't know what they're going through. You don't know why they're acting that way. You don't know where their brain is at. Don't throw stones in a glass house. Don't throw the first stone if you are without sin. And Chrissy Teigen, you've made a lot of mistakes in your life. I would be careful in the future of judging people and blacklisting them and, you know, going after them with a vendetta because clearly you have a lot of issues to sort out. And yeah, I think I'm going to end it there because... I spent close to two hours talking about people's nonsense and all their bad behaviour. But I think, what can we take away from this? What can we take away from this? Um, If you have been blacklisted, and let's say it's not even Chrissy Teigen, let's say you're an actor or a model or just anyone. If you've been blacklisted and you're not getting jobs, please do not, you know, and you've done nothing wrong, speak out post it on social media, do a YouTube video, speak out and tell someone and share your story even if you never meet, even if it means you never get work again put your story out there, talk to someone find a journalist speak to them because that's how you can begin the healing process and until the first person speaks Courtney Stodden, if Courtney Stodden didn't speak out you know, he wouldn't have come forward and I think that's the case, you know, until that first person comes out and speaks out. And it's it's difficult. It's always difficult. And I think someone, I don't know who needs to do this, but someone needs to have like a union or protection against someone when you get blacklisted for, you know, just for slighting. Because, you know, someone can go from having work to just straight away being able to make no money and then ended up homeless or ended up taking their own lives. And I think there needs to be some laws protecting people against this. There shouldn't be that much power where someone can just immediately blacklist you because it leads to this, at least an abuse of power. I don't know how someone would go about doing that, but I think, I don't know, somebody could do... I hope this story leads to more investigations, to further abuse of power. And I think there needs to be more discussions about this. And I think people need to take a good luck, a good long, hard look at themselves. Oh, Lord. 
But also, I think we need to be careful because in this day and age, people can Photoshop or post a comment and it can just spiral and derail a person's entire life. And I think we really need to be careful of this whole mob mentality. Mob mentality is dangerous. It is so dangerous in this internet age. I was meant to wrap this up and I'm going off on another tangent, but I'll finish off at this point. Mob mentality is dangerous. If you've read the Let Me Snicket books, I always... <laughs> another random tangent. Um, book number seven, The Vile Village. The main antagonist, as well as Count Olaf, is mob mentality. These adults that are meant to look after the orphans, this whole village meant to raise these children, they get manipulated and they all... Just these sort of thoughts and ideas put out and then everyone starts you know these violent thoughts and everyone starts thinking the same thing of you know let's get them and burn them at the stake and you know and the internet is like that with cancel culture i mean this this mentality has existed before the internet it's always existed in humans people sort of move and just follow the crowd to the point where they'll start sending vitriol they'll start sending hate They'll start making boycotting and making sure that person loses numbers and suffers financially and mentally and basically dogpiling. The mentality to dogpile. And I think that's the other thing. Chrissy Teigen needs this backlash. She needs it. And I'll tell you why she needs the backlash. She needs to taste what it is like to be on the receiving end of when people turn against you. Because I think the problem is when you get to that position of power, when you think you're untouchable... You think, oh, I'm going to destroy you. But what happens when it turns against you, when people are cancelling you, when people are saying all these horrible things about you? And, you know, it's not fun, is it? It's horrible. And I hope she feels a fraction. <laughs> Flashback to her maid's tale. You feel a fraction. <laughs> I still love that line. I hope she feels a fraction of what Chrissy T... Not Chrissy... Oh, Courtney Stodden and Michael Costello felt when she told them to go kill yourself. I hope she feels a fraction of what that was like to feel. And I hope she learns a powerful overdue lesson from this. And I hope others learn from it. And I I just think we need to stop this. It won't stop, though. It will continue because people are idiots. But this mob mentality of just dogpiling. Because I just think back to Caroline Flack as an example. People didn't know the whole situation. And I'm going to say this as well. People should not be dogpiling on Chrissy Teigen. Yes, they should be criticising her. But please don't send her messages or kill yourself. Because you're no better than her. The only way we can get better is if we tell... We hold people accountable. But we don't... We allow people the chance to redeem themselves. To grow from it. To make... To atone. You know, <laughs> but we live in this society in this day and age where, you know, we just write people off. We don't give people second chances. If you make mistakes, that's it. You're a lost cause. You should be driven into a grave and have a stake driven through your heart. That's literally the mentality. That, you know, people can make big mistakes, but they need the time to go away. They need the time to atone. They need the time to make amends, proper amends, compensate, and truly grow. And I really hope she doesn't 
pull any more of this nonsense in the future. But uh, but yeah, mob mentality is a really dangerous thing, and it's scary how just you know one comment, one phone call, one text, that's it. Your life is over, as you know it. In terms of career, in terms of hard work, in terms of branding, in terms of the tears and sweat and hours, and I just. I can't imagine that. I think that's disgusting. And I just think whoever's in that position or in that situation, speak out. We are in a day and age now. We have YouTube. We have Twitter. We have Instagram. We have platforms now where you can speak out, where your voice can be heard. Speak out. Do not let them silence you. And that's it. That's my thoughts on Frenemies. That's my thought on Chrissy Teigen. I think I've said everything I need to say in these two segments. Um, thank you for listening. If you've listened through to the very bitter end. <laughs> Crikey. You are a trooper. You really are a trooper because there were points where, you know, I struggled to remember the word doxing and I went off on tangents. But thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being patient. Uh, I would love to hear your thoughts. So do send me a tweet on Twitter or, you know, message me on Instagram. Um, you can find me on at Adam Fury on both of those. Fury is spelled F-U-R-E-Y. Um, also, if you'd like to support my projects, please support my novel series, the Time Chronicle series. Um, first two books are out. Uh, third book, I'm still saving up money to try and get promotion done for it but at the moment with COVID and the pandemic it's a low priority on my list um, probably 2022 I'll start doing stuff for it but yes thank you for listening episode 21 and I will see you in the next episode see you in the next episode does that make sense <laughs> tune in to the next episode whatever okay take care have a lovely day and au revoir bye